0: <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wimbledon, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about Wimbledon
1: tennis today. That's the most important thing that happened today. Clearly. Yeah,
0: go, um.
1: federer or whatever. Go USA. <laughs> Who never even showed up. Dude. So, crazy news, right? Just blow my mind out. Like, just. I had to wear a hat today to hold together the pieces. So, what do you think?
0: Uh, first off, let's tell people what happened. Which is. <laughs> we manage? have a new doctor. We have a new doctor uh they're going to take care of the cancer cells in our bodies so that's going to be good
1: <laughs> i was hoping that was i was hoping that was going to go somewhere but like there's <laughs> a long silence and that was it okay cool you know okay <laughs> yeah so dog. we have
0: a new doctor who we have the quote unquote thirteenth doctor announced today after the wimbledon match um
1: her name? Her name?
0: Names? Yes, her sure. name is Jodie Foster. No, not Jodie Foster. Jody oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say, too. I was going to be like Jodie Foster. You know, actually, if Jodie Foster was a 13th doctor, I'd actually be really happy about that. Uh, but, no, we have Jodie Whittaker. Not related to that black actor, forest would occur. I should probably shouldn't have said black actor. I probably should have just said actor. Anyway, uh, no relation. Is much. I know, right? Uh, no relation, but we finally, and it depends on what camp you're in, we either finally have a female doctor or damn it, we have a female doctor. James, what do you think?
0: Uh, I think it's about time. Oh, yeah? And it's great timing, too. Uh, why is it there great timing? Well, I mean, we've done uh, a lot of the like emotional ranges of the doctor, like a male doctor so far, with this new reboot. Starting with uh, Christopher Eccleston, we had that uh, angry, angst teenager doctor. And then with Tenet, we got the boyfriend doctor. With Matt Smith, we got the best friend doctor. With Capaldi, we got the wise the
1: doctor, doctor,
0: <laughs> strict, the wise and strict doctor.
1: You know, now professor. it's time for a female professor,
0: doctor. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, he I mean, he was a professor in the, in the last season, yeah. But yeah, Capaldi's doctor was like the, like kind of like the penultimate. Like you know, I've been through some. yeah, you know, I've I've been through some shit. I've seen some shit. You know, you gotta follow what I do and you know, follow what I say. Do this or you die, kind of doctor. He was very strict. He was like this. He was like a strict grandpa doctor. Yeah. You know, like if like when your parents are on a vacation and they leave you behind with your grandparents, <laughs> and your grandfather was a World War Two veteran who seems some shit. You know. Yeah. And yeah. he's just like. Yeah, yeah you got to do this my way or we're going to die. The Viet Cong's going like, to come get us. And you'd be like, but Grandpa,
1: <laughs> but Grandpa I want I to go
0: outside.
1: I don't want to stab a guy in the, in the gut and then rip out his intestines. So, I mean, what bothers me the most, I guess, right? Because Peter Capaldi is Professor Doctor. And you get Jody who's got to fill these big shoes, right? Like you were mentioning before, we had, Boyfriend, oh, mother, and it's not just
0: Capaldi's doctor. shoes. She's got to fill Everybody pretty much shoes. every doctor's shoes. Oh
1: yeah, the pressure um, is on for her right now. I mean,
0: yeah, she's being got the to... first—well, technically not the first female doctor because well, uh, they had a that. female actress for uh, a little comic relief skit that they did. Yeah, I forgot who the yeah. name was, but
1: it was for Red yeah, State I mean, in uh, 2015. If you guys want to look it up on YouTube, it was pretty yes, really funny. Yeah. It had Mr. Bean, right? Uh uh-huh, yeah. So technically no not the first female doctor but um
0: but uh she is the first female doctor in the show the show's history um in official canon of course. And I'm really excited.
1: You know I i She's. I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm honestly a little anxious um because she had you know all the attention is on her now and she's really got to live up to a lot. And I think everyone's going to be expecting a lot. And it's it's twice as important for her. One, because, you know, this is, she, she can make or break the franchise right now, essentially. And two, she's going to have to essentially represent strong female actors and strong females in general across the world. Well, at least across the Whovian universe, right? So we, I don't know how you can play you know the 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 comedy part of the show with the serious part of the show i mean you know david tennant did that beautifully being able to shift from one end of the spectrum to the other but she's going to have to be as good as everyone before her and then some and at the same time somehow somehow incorporate the femininity into it right because that's what yeah. makes it really special so
0: and, uh, one thing that she does have going for her is that she'll be working with Chris Chibnall again, uh, who she worked with, or whom she worked with on Broadchurch. Oh, yes. And, yes. Uh, and, and Chibnall has even came out as saying that, uh, she's, uh, he's very confident in, uh, Jodie Whitaker's, uh, potential as the, as the next doctor.
1: Oh, man. Because he,
0: you know, he says that she is, You know, smart, she's witty, um, whatever else he said, I don't remember. But, yeah, he has full confidence in her to do the job.
1: Jeez, I honestly, I don't. Honestly, though, yeah. Looking at her past. I mean, he can
0: say whatever he wants. I don't know Chris Chibnall. I mean, I know that he wrote a couple episodes for Doctor Who, but since he's coming in as a a brand-new showrunner as well, as Jodie Foster, uh, Jodie, uh, keep calling Jodie Foster. <laughs> Jodie <laughs> Whittaker coming Jody in Jody as King the King new King. doctor and a new female doctor at that. Uh, it's it's a whole, like it's a whole new ballpark, pretty much. This is gonna be a brand new show. You know, brand new showrunner, br- brand new actor, brand new companion. Uh, Everything about this show is gonna be brand new, with a few elements here and there that they're gonna keep, obviously, because it is Doctor Who. It's been around for over. F- Almost fifty-five years now, um, so yeah, some parts of the next season is going to be familiar, uh, but for the most part, everything's going to be brand new, and I, I can't wait to see it.
1: I, see, I mean, I know you're excited, you're really positive. But I, I just, I, I'm really afraid that this new season, they're just going to lose me entirely, and they might lose a lot of fans too. they ta- they're, they're kind of taking all the big changes and then putting it into literally one season i mean normally if you were to make big changes you take steps right so you'd have a new director halfway through or a new actor halfway through you know like you would you would make these big changes slowly but no they've made all the well i mean technically we
0: did we already went through these uh like a complete overhaul already um and i think it was even more so with Stephen moffat taking over uh well, cuz he took over as showrunner at the same time as Matt Smith took over as in the role of the doctor and um then you know we had a new showrunner we had a new uh doctor we had a new companion um but at the same time we also had new production yes uh yes. if you notice starting with the Matt Smith era and Stephen Moffat era they did a lot of promotions overseas especially here in America there were a lot of like promotional events that they did um to introduce Doctor Who to more and more American fans. Even the production value of the of the show increased. You could tell by just watching some of the special effects that they did starting with season uh five, which yeah, start, starting with season five, which was Matt and Matt Smith's and Stephen Moffat's first season. It looks incredibly like much oh, better
1: oh it, it was entire. it was completely cinematic and yeah and again because we're going back to the whole filling big shoes thing they're gonna have to do at least that they're gonna have to at least step it up another big step and and see what bothers me is you know jodie whittaker is to me is sort of like the daisy ridley of the doctor who universe i mean her background, right? She's played, like, kind of, sort of, secondary characters um, throughout. I mean, she's been in movies, sure, but also secondary characters as well. I mean, Broadchurch was probably, you know, got the most screen time out of all of it, but now, you know, she suddenly steps up and has to be this main character that carries an entire show, And, and, I mean, that's, she might be able to live up to that, but in well, combination with, in combination with a totally different change, a totally uh, a total change <coughs> to the franchise completely. You know, uh, I mean, the only thing that's the only thing that might help this, uh, that that gives me a little hope is the fact that you know Chibnall and Whittaker have worked together in the past. Uh, but even Chibnall, I mean, he's done some Torchwood stuff, which I'm really grateful for. I thought Torchwood yes. was fantastic, uh-huh. uh, and he's. Been, done a couple Doctor Who episodes and, and broad church and all that, but it's just you know, my problem is, like, I, I guess I- I, I'm guessing Broadchurch must have been a big deal because, you know, to land to, – to be a director of, of Doctor Who is not easy, right? You have to do some really cool stuff. So I guess people thought Broadchurch was awesome. But here's my problem, though. Broadchurch was kind of awful, right? Like David Tennant was the only reason why anybody watched that show. and Well, I,
0: can't, I, show. Cannot, I, I cannot agree with you. Because one, I did not watch Broadchurch.
1: Well, you can't. So (laughs) so you can't say anything, right?
0: Yeah, I can't really say anything. But from the little snippets I did watch of you know of Broadchurch, I thought it was pretty good.
1: I mean, David Tennant rescued that show, and he basically made that show. So, but but you know, my problem is if the if if the British, if the English think that Broadchurch is a good TV show, then they clearly have a very low bar for what is good. <laughs> and my problem it is... It could just
0: be a cultural difference, you know?
1: Well, well no, but realize that Dr. Who's heyday, right? I mean, I want to say it's David Tennant because he's a great actor, but r- the reality is Doctor the Hoogen the Universe heyday happened during Matt Smith because there was such a huge push into the United States. They, they made it They've made the show. And
0: not just in the United States, but all over the world. Like, you know, most, like, many parts of Asia, like China, Japan, Korea, they got into Doctor Who as well. Yeah, but Americans. Uh, are the, the ones Middle that East, okay. especially. <laughs> I know,
1: but, but Americans are the only ones that matter, okay? We're filming in the U.S., we're recording in the U.S., we're the only ones that matter.
0: Yeah, and they did go on location to the to U.S. a lot. A lot. And it worked. And it worked great. And they,
1: got so many more fans that, that became that became devoted to this show, and it was a right move. If, if they're going to make this show successful, they're going to have to make it entertaining for the Americans. We are basically the tastemakers of the world, and we're going to have to like this show. In order for Doctor well, yeah, I mean, to stay in the limelight, and
0: yeah, because Americans don't have a lot of experience with uh, shows with a strong female lead, <clears throat> Buffy. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean,
1: that could be working in their favor, though, right? I I don't know. I mean, it could be a good thing. So, if that was the case, then I think this upcoming season is going to be fantastic. But I'm just saying. You know, they set a pretty low bar for what's good. And, and and like you were saying before, it's a pretty small island, right? And they only have, like, a handful of actors. So you see these actors pop up all over the place. Um, I mean, that's... Yeah, cool. yeah.
0: Like, case in point, I was just re-watching season six of Game of Thrones last night, and I was like, holy crap, Arya just killed the first doctor! <laughs> <laughs>
1: right it's like they ran out of people it's literally just a short list of people they were like all right you go do this you go do that so you know i mean compared to what we've got going on over here in hollywood in the u.s in new york like i mean they've really got to they've really got to put up you know and with matt smith's seasons with Stephen moffat they sort of did um Peter Capaldi's seasons, I would say not so much. And now you've lost Stephen Moffat, which is, who is like a screenwriting god. And you know why
0: Matt Smith's, uh, Peter I mean, you know why Matt Smith's doctor was more bankable than Capaldi, right? Why? It's because he was young. You know when the mark, when they promoted it in the US, like big time, you know who the, the number one demographic was, it was young teens. Young teens and, like, young adults who were around the ages of Matt Smith and Karen Gillan and Arthur Darvill. Those, because, you know, Americans, we like to find, or we enjoy things that we can relate to. And we'll follow the crap out of it. That's why, the you know, that era of Doctor Who, those seasons, kind of, like, really hit with Americans.
1: Well... Uh, they probably, probably Even though, it
0: I, after, I mean, right? although I've gotta say, there were already Doctor Who fans in America before Moffat took over. Oh yeah, it didn't know? get,
1: but it didn't get this crazy until Moffat took yeah, over. Yeah,
0: that's, but you know, yeah, yeah when Moffat took over, that's when it got really crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> have you been to Comic Con lately? <laughs> like, I, uh, I can I've never been say to Comic Con. Wow, okay, so we're gonna edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want anyone knowing that. Uh, so now it's like, maybe 10, you know, 10, 15% of cosplayers at Comic-Con are doing Doctor Who now. And that's huge, right? I mean, think about how big the the comic and and nerd, nerd fandom universe is. And to have a 10% hold on the total of all nerds, that's a big deal. So, I mean, they – I'm just saying, this next season, they could either run the series into the ground or – do something amazing. And I feel
0: like... Yeah, I mean, it is. yeah, you know, it's not just Comic-Con either. You know, they have um, this Doctor Who convention called Gallifrey One. You might have heard of it. It's huge. It's a huge, huge thing. It's still kind of new, too. I think they're only getting into its uh, third year. Where but is this? It's, it's, it's called Gallifrey One. The last couple cons they did... Uh, I think it was in Long Beach. I'm not sure, but it, yeah, it's it's probably the biggest um, Doctor Who convention in the U.S. Okay. Yeah, and you know the fact that they even have one now is a testament to how big it is here in the states.
1: I mean, it's, would you say that Gallifrey One probably has a larger in- attendance than the Doctor Who equivalent in the U.K.?
0: Probably not, because, I mean, it's the UK, that's where Doctor Who started, but I don't know what kind of conventions the UK has.
1: I mean, it seems like nowadays, whatever the UK makes is all kind of targeting the US in some way.
0: Or maybe it's because our pop cultures are all meshing now.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, what were there any Easter eggs in that reveal trailer for the 13th Doctor? Uh
0: well I've only seen it tr- twice so far since I am working today, um but I uh, I did notice that it's just a continuation of the um the pre announcement trailer that they put out a couple days ago where they had the the TARDIS key on the, on the pedestal and the number thirteen like carved and etched and shaped all over the world I mean you know Lady Liberty's torch was a 13 um they had 13 on the Isle of Wight they had 13 in the sands of the Sahara desert wow. you know it was yeah
1: he <laughs> like, sounded like you did some location scouting there <laughs> like yeah No, that, was, that that was
0: all in the trailers that was all in the trailer that we saw uh, okay. it's all that trailer is also linked in our Facebook page if uh, you want to take a look at that uh but yeah this announcement trailer is or announcement little video is just a continuation of that, where we see a figure, it looks dressed as Capaldi's doctor, he's got the jacket and the hoodie, and they don't show the face, so you assume that it's Capaldi, or maybe, I mean, obviously you can't really assume it's Capaldi because you know it's the regenerative form of the doctor. But you see him wearing, him or her, whoever it was, you see the person wearing Capaldi's outfit, so you're thinking, Okay so we're finally going to see. This is obviously the doctor. Uh puts her hand out. The key uh materializes on the palm of her hand and we see her take off the hoodie or to take off the hood and we see Jodie with uh, Whittaker's face and we see the Tardis materialize in front of her.
1: Amazing. Shivers down my spine. Although I have to say does it does it bother you a little bit that she's Kind of actually, kind of hot.
0: (laughs) It does not bother me one bit.
1: (laughs) I'm a little bit. I I just, just kind of really hot.
0: (laughs) Oh, one thing, though, and one other thing also, still not ginger.
1: Still not ginger.
0: Still not ginger. But, of course, I mean, you know, they could always, you know, change that when the time comes with a little bit of hair dye action, whatever. Um... I think she was a brunette in Broadchurch, am I right? Is that yes. right? Yes,
1: yes. Yeah.
0: So obviously they could change up her hair to be a ginger. Uh, I don't think, I doubt that they will because I can't really picture her as a ginger. She looks great as a blonde with the short hair.
1: Right. I think she should
0: keep it, yeah, for the show.
1: I, uh, it was a little weird that she was a dirty blonde. I mean, it, yeah, uh, I don't know.
0: That was weird. Although... Now, I have a couple questions, though. Uh, I, want, I want your opinion on this. Do you think that she's going to wear pants or a dress?
1: Oh, good question. I think pants.
0: Yeah, I really... Actually, I hope they do the pants.
1: I hope they do pants.
0: Because dress would be very... It would seem... In, in a certain light, putting her in a dress would seem very demeaning. A little bit. Uh, it would kind of cheapen it. Cheapen the fact that she's a woman.
1: I think they would try uh, to give her the most professional look that they can possibly do.
0: Yeah. They, she, they, I mean, they have to be really careful with the outfit.
1: They do. I mean, it, it can't be too much either direction. And that's again, the limitation to, to this whole series that's going to happen It's just, although, you know, what was the name of that guy that was in love? Actually, the one who played a crazy playboy. Everyone thought that he was going to be, because he was actually filming something. What was his name
0: again? Crazy Playboy.
1: Yeah. The, oh, who is the who is the who is the guy that everyone thought was going to be Doctor?
0: Oh, Chris Marshall.
1: Yeah. You know, I just realized that what probably happened is someone on set saw Jodie Whittaker filming something, and from far away, they were like, "Oh, that might, that looks like Chris Marshall," because <laughs> Chris Marshall has sort of like neck height blonde hair.
0: There's no way There's no way in hell that anyone could confuse Chris Marshall for her. Have you seen the guy's face?
1: Like from an angle from the back,
0: you know? No, no, there's no 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 there's no way. That guy looks like he got hit by a train that was carrying a hot iron and then it just happened to like slam him against it and he got and then the the sudden blowback of that landed him like 10 feet away onto a road where he got crushed by a semi-truck. And then some feral wolves came in and started chewing on his face until he woke up, went to the hospital, and got bandages on his face. And then when the bandages came off, that's what his face looks like. That's what he looks like. (laughs)
1: That is so cool. That's Chris Marshall. Okay. Well, on that note, Jeez, oh There's me. no way you
0: can mistake that for <laughs> Jodie Whitaker's face. <laughs>
1: I just thought it was from behind, you know, they both have blonde hair. I just, oh all right, my okay. goodness. Okay, alright, sorry, I, sorry I even brought that up. Okay, <laughs> now <yeah>. that
0: brings <laughs> me to my second question. Okay. Uh, new companion, male or female? What Ooh. do you think?
1: Uh, I want to say two companions.
0: Two companions, male and female?
1: Both male. Both male. Mm, Interesting choice. I I want, because I want to see that contrast, that really hardcore contrast, you know? But most likely what's going to happen is it's going to be a crime-solving duo, all right? It's going to be her and a guy, and they're just going to be freaking Law Order-style CSI, just, like, just going around being time-traveling detectives and shit.
0: So it's basically a sci-fi version of Broadchurch.
1: Pretty much. Which <laughs> I, mean, I mean, did you really expect anything else? Because if we, I mean, so far, we have, neither of us have been wrong about any of our theories. Like, we've been right about New Mutants, we've been right about Dark Phoenix, we've been right about Sony handing over Spider-Man, we're not handing over, but collaborating, we've been right about the Doctor being a female, I mean, I'm pretty certain the next season is just gonna be sci-fi, sci-fi Law and Order. That's it. It's not gonna well, be Well, first the- of all, the ideas.
0: Spider-Man thing, we weren't really right We didn't even predict that. That was
1: already leaked. No, but we knew, you know, I
0: mean. No, we- no, that was a whole, remember the whole North Korea email Sony thing, hacking? What? awful. <laughs> <laughs> What, what is You know way? that whole cafe thing. What even is that? <laughs> like, oh, you don't remember that? No. That's no. the whole reason why even we even have Spider Man in the MCU.
1: North Korea, Spider Man.
0: Yeah. Okay. So. Put no. No. Okay. So.
1: <laughs>
0: no. Okay. No. Here's what happened. Okay. Uh, remember when Sony was making the movie The Interview with Seth Rogen and and James Franco? Yeah. You remember that movie? Yeah. Uh, you know how, like, North Korea threatened to, like, bomb everyone if they released that movie? They and they really? eventually, yeah, they eventually folded, like, two weeks before premiere day, and they decided not to show it in theaters. It oh, went, straight to, went straight to, it was like the, the it, yeah, it went to straight, it went straight to streaming. Okay. There were a couple theaters that uh had the balls to show it, but other than that, like, it, it lost its whole nationwide uh screening power like no one was screening it nationwide um, that was all part of the sony email hack that north korea did so north korea hacked sony's emails uh they forced them to not release the interview on in the theaters. and part of the emails a uh, part of the email thing the uh, one of the emails that they hacked into was an email between uh i think it was amy pascal Sony and someone at Marvel, and they were talking about potentially bringing Spider Man to Marvel, like a, a collaboration. And when that leaked out, they announced the news a few months later that Sony uh, will be working with Marvel on Spider Man. Oh, damn. You don't remember that?
1: I don't remember this at all. This was, uh,
0: I think it was 2013, or whenever the interview came out.
1: So that's how it happened.
0: Yep, so thank you, North Korea, I guess. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Man, we're going to be traced by the NSA. All right. I mean, so,
0: think- anyways, back to the companions. Um, uh, I think it's going to be one male companion.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's going to be one male companion.
0: Well, you just said it was going to be two companions, both male.
1: Yes, that's what I'm hoping. But we all know... The truth
0: and it's just gonna be broadchurch in space. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, it's gonna start out with some alien kid getting murdered or kidnapped and murdered like brutally raped and murdered or whatever. And the doctor has to like go out and find whoever did it.
1: Broadchurch in space.
0: Okay. Actually I don't even know what broadchurch was about. I'm assuming that's what it was.
1: Yes. Some kid got murdered. Yes. Yeah, it was some kid that got murdered, basically. Oh, okay, okay, alright. So, like, she's gonna, the doctor's gonna wake up, and Nardole's gonna be dead, right? (laughs) They're
0: gonna, like... Oh, yeah, Nardole's gone. Nardole's Nardole's already gone. He's off the show already.
1: Just gonna wander the universe, being like... (laughs) I don't even
0: know what... Do you even know what happened to Nardole? I completely forgot about him.
1: Oh, my God, that's so bad. You know, Nardole actually has his own TV show, right? It's not... I mean, it's not called Nardole, but the actor, like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 I know,
0: like, he's a big-time, uh, he's a big-time TV personality.
1: Yeah, yeah, that guy's actually kind of cool, and I feel bad. Yeah, Matt
0: Lucas, I've seen him in a few things before, Oh, he was on Doctor Who, too. I don't remember him, but I've I've seen him, I've seen him around.
1: We've been kind of giving him the third degree, I feel kind of bad.
0: But yeah, like, what happened, though, like, what happened to him? What happened to Nardole, like, did he stay on the ship?
1: I, I guess so, and he's, like, taking care of kids now.
0: Okay, so the ship is still there. And I guess he got it on with the with the lady, and they started making more babies or something. Some more half robot, half human babies.
1: Nardol babies. I. Because he is a robot, right? I mean, he is. You know. They
0: right?
1: t- when companions go, they tend to just drop them, and we just never hear about it again.
0: No, because no, I mean, like he's he's he has to be a robot, right? Right. Because all he was, because in the in the husbands of River Song. He was just ahead. Right? Yeah, so he's gotta be like some kind of like a robot cyborg thing.
1: Dude, now I gotta look this up. Well if any of our single listeners know the answer to this, please post on our Facebook. I have Why only visit. the single
0: listeners? Oh
1: Why can't you know, it be the married ones? I'm I'm just saying there's only one listener, so that's what I meant by single <laughs> listener, but okay, yeah. Sure. Uh if we're lucky enough to get married once listen to uh anyway, oh man. I mean that's pretty much it. I got nothing else. Jodie Whitaker, I'm disappointed. I think it's awful. I think this whole thing is just they're gonna run the show into the ground and we're gonna lose Doctor Who for the next ten years. And the story is No, true.
0: I think I no, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be good. It'll I mean Okay, we all had this feeling when Matt Smith took over the role. No one really liked him at first, but all of a sudden, he became everyone's favorite doctor. Same thing with Capaldi, you know, no one really expected much out of him, but then all of a sudden, in the 10th season, he's suddenly our favorite doctor. I I feel it's going to be the same with Jodie Whittaker.
1: I mean, for you, I guess. For me, Matt Smith was my favorite doctor since the first episode, the pilot, and Peter Capaldi I, I, I really didn't like him, I just didn't, I, I didn't like him to begin with, and I didn't like him at the end, I, I didn't like him really. So, on that note, I guess all we can really say is, we'll find out, let's see.
0: Oh, do you think they're going to bring back the catchphrase?
1: Oh, what catchphrase?
0: Because didn't have one.
1: He didn't have a cash phrase.
0: No. Like, Tennant had, you know, Alonzi, uh Matt Smith had Geronimo, even Eccleston had one. Fantastic. You know? What? Did they actually do Capaldi- Yeah, Capaldi never had one. Oh, so weird. I mean, unless if you count him calling himself stupid all the time.
1: I mean, that's the only recurring scene that happens all the time.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. What do you okay. think, Herc? Uh, what do you think, Jody Mitchell? or oh,
1: Jodie,
0: I keep calling her something different. Uh, Jodie Jody Whittaker's, I almost call her Jodie Mitchell. Oh, I don't know. Okay, so uh, what do you think Jodie Whittaker's catchphrase will be if she gets one? So I think
1: I think her catchphrase is going to be, uh, elementary, my dear so-and-so. I really want to see her take on a very Sherlock-y uh, character. So that's all we've got for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys like our podcast, please visit us on our Facebook site. And don't forget, Game of Thrones Season 7 premieres tonight. You heard it first from us. Jodie Foster is the next Doctor Who. (laughs) (laughs) And we will see you next time.